Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Everything Medicare podcast. I am Christian Brindle, your host, where each and every week I bring you a new episode and a new podcast where I basically break down your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with your retirement. It is the 31st of December, 2018, the last day of 2018 in this year. And I thought it would be appropriate for me to bring a podcast to you folks where I talk about what's going to be new in 2019 as far as what we can expect in the insurance industry, specifically the Medicare industry, because that's what this podcast is about. We've taken some time off. Um, I had a surgery to get my wisdom teeth out. Um, Yes, I got it done very late, and I had some difficulty speaking, and I had some recovery time, and I just wanted to say thank you to everybody that's been thinking about me and um, sending kind res- kind remarks and things along that nature, wishing me a speedy recovery and a smooth operation. It was smooth. Trust me on this. Um, I want to talk about 2019, okay? So if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that I don't like BS. I don't like fluff. I like to present information the way that it needs to be presented. Um, And sometimes I hurt people's feelings when I do that. Sometimes I rub some people the wrong way when I do that. But there are so many people in the insurance industry and specifically in the senior insurance industry that take advantage of people that um, don't have any interest in someone's well-being, specifically, possibly even yours or their customers. And I think that it's wrong, and I will never stay quiet about it. I'm sorry. And so I tell it like it is. And this is important information that we need to know going into 2019. Okay. Um, there's a lot, like I said, there's a lot of mischievous, what's the word, uh, mischievous people in the insurance industry, and you need, you don't really know who to trust, and that's why I bring out my information from an unbiased perspective, because you need to know that not everybody out there is going to help you, not everybody has your best interests in mind, and not everybody cares about you. Let me put it out there, let me put it out there bluntly. We want to make sure that we are bringing you unbiased, helpful information that you're going to be able to use to benefit you and improve your situation. So the first thing I wanted to jump into was some big changes in the industry that's going to take place. I normally don't talk about company specifics because in the Medicare world, for me as you know an insurance professional, they have all kinds of crazy rules and things along that nature because they don't want us to mention good or bad things about certain insurance companies in this kind of setting. But in this case, I'm just bringing you an update. I'm not saying anything good or bad about any of these insurance companies, so I'm not breaking any rules here. The rules, I think some of them are put into place to benefit people, to protect people from, you know, sleazy salespeople and that kind of stuff. But some of them are just ridiculous and they make it hard for, you know, people that try to help people and people that have an interest in benefiting people to do their job, like me and like what we do here. Um, but 
we're going to talk about the merger between Aetna and CVS. Okay, I don't know if you've heard about this, but Aetna and CVS um, had a merger that was kind of floating around. It had been announced in the past that it was agreed upon, but it's never done until it's approved, right? Because the government has to be okay with this because CVS owns a company called Silverscript. They do Medicare prescription drug programs. I don't know if you've ever heard about them. So they are bound by government and Medicare regulation. And of course, Aetna is highly involved in the Medicare industry. And so same thing. So the government has to approve something like this. Um, Years ago, a couple of years ago, there was something that looked like it was going to be a done deal similar to this. And that was Aetna and Humana had agreed upon a merger. Or one was going to buy the other. I don't remember, to be completely honest, who was going to buy who. I believe that Aetna was going to buy Humana, but don't quote me on that. Um, but they were going to merge into two, to one company, which was a huge deal because they're both national insurance companies. And um, the government came through and blocked it. It said no, and it fell. the deal fell through. And so... I didn't say a whole lot about it because we didn't really know if it was going to be that type of situation or if it was actually going to go through. Well, it got approved. It's a done deal. It's going to happen. Um, Stay with me into segment two, and we're going to talk more about this and what it means for you if you are a customer of one of these two companies and what it might mean for you if you're not. Stay tuned. Stay put. I'll be right back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back, and Happy New Year. It's December 31st. This is segment two of episode 28 of the Everything Medicare podcast, and I'm Christian Brindle, your host. I hope you had a fantastic 2018, and if you didn't, I hope you have a better, improved 2019. That's what New Year's are all about, um, to turn over a new leaf. We're, today, we're talking about what's new, what's going to be different in 2019. So I am going, I was talking about the Aetna CVS merger. Okay. Now in this case, CVS, the, you know, the pharmacies, everybody lives close to a CVS, but CVS is a very large company, larger than a lot of people know. They own, like I mentioned in segment one, an insurance company called Silverscript. It's a subsidiary of theirs that does Medicare prescription drug programs amongst some other things. And um, they're very popular. It's a, it's a bigger company than you'd think it would be, you know, Silverscript. Aetna is being bought by CVS Pharmacies. So what, and this is, like I said in segment one, this is a done deal. It's been approved. No, nothing's going to come through and block it. Aetna has been a company over the years that's bought up a lot of companies. Aetna bought up, so Aetna's bought up um, companies like Coventry, Altius, those kind of things. Although Coventry and Altius had merged before that happened, but um, it's just something that is strange because Aetna's always merging, either buying up companies, um, but this is kind of odd because they're being bought by CVS. So that this is going to change a lot of things in the industry, in my opinion, because I don't think we've ever seen a company to the size and the scale of Aetna 
being owned by, let's call it what it is, a pharmacy. This might change the way mail-order pharmacies are being done. This might change um, a lot of things. And we've, we've had insurance companies that are affiliated or, or friendly or have good relationships with pharmacies, but I don't think, I can't recall one being owned by a major pharmacy. If I'm mistaken, you're welcome to call me on it. Um, on our social media accounts, we'll talk about that later. But that's a big thing. Now, that is not going to basically affect anybody that has an Aetna plan or a Silver Script plan or anything like that for some time. When... When insurance companies merge together, it usually takes, especially to the size of these two companies, it usually takes a year, two years, sometimes even three years. It takes a lot of time for them to kind of sort everything out and figure out the, log- the logistics and everything along that nature. So we, don't, we shouldn't expect to see anything in 2019, but going forward, you should expect it. Now, this is something that recently happened in the last couple of months. That's why I bring it into this category. Um, other things that we should be aware of is if for, for Aetna prescription drug plans, this is a big thing. In 2019, well, starting 2019, they agreed to sell all of their prescription drug plans, their books of business, their blocks of business to a company called WellCare, which I'm very familiar with because I live, spent some time living in Florida. WellCare is a company that basically started in Tampa Bay, Florida. And they've grown over the years, and they do a lot of different kind of things. And um, But they're going to be controlling the Aetna prescription drug plans in 2019. Um, it's going to be kind of strange. I mean, we have to keep an eye on that and see how it's going to work. But that's something to to be aware of if you're affiliated with any one of those two insurance companies. Now, I'm not going to talk any more about any company specifics because if I talk about that too much, they don't like that. So I'm not going to say much more about that. But the other thing we need to talk about is OEP, which is basically... So in the past episodes, I've talked about the annual election period, AEP. It's the, the time period every year where people can make changes on their Medicare plans. It's like a free-for-all, you know. Specifically, you can change your Medicare Advantage plan or your prescription drug plan. That's kind of what you can do, Um, which affects pretty much everyone that's on a private Medicare plan in most cases. And that goes from October 15th through December 7th. We talked about that in nauseating detail. Next year, now, they're, they're, they're bringing back something that they used to have years ago, And it's like a secondary enrollment period. It's called um, OEP. And OEP is a time period from January through March where you can make another change if you want to. It's almost like a second enrollment period. Um, However, the main difference is during AEP, the regular enrollment period, if you've been on Medicare for any number of years or for any extent amount of time, you know that you get hammered by mail, television commercials, phone calls. That's not supposed to be the case in OEP. But if you have a problem or something changes in your situation where you want to change your plan, let's say you get prescribed a new medication that your new plan doesn't cover, you have another window of opportunity to make a change if you want to. It's one change. Um, Once you've used it up, you can't use it again. 
But you can change from a Medicare Advantage plan to a prescription drug plan. You can change from a prescription drug plan to a Medicare Advantage plan, I believe. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure it's the way it's going to work. Um, and it's an, I think it's a good thing. You know, it's a window of opportunity to make a change. Um, and that's basically what we're looking at. You know, the main thing with OEP is you're going to be able to change your Medicare Advantage plan to another one if you want to. Or you can go to original Medicare with a Part D plan with a Medicare supplement. So OEP is a game changer, I think. Um, and it basically gives people a time period of almost six months a year where they can make changes instead of just two or three. You know? In the past, we've had something called the annual disenrollment period where people could go from a Medicare Advantage plan to original Medicare. But that's being combined into OEP next year. So if you have something come up, let's say let's say you bought a plan through an agent, you know, a fly-by-night agent that didn't tell you everything or lied about some things. This happens more than you think. And let's say this plan is not giving you what you need to or they didn't, you know, they it was false advertised to you and you want to change, you want out. You can do that during OEP. Rest assured, okay, that's something that you need to be aware of. Stay with me into segment three. We're going to wrap up this episode about what we're looking at in 2019. Stay right there. Segment three, welcome back to the Everything Medicare podcast. We're wrapping up this episode of what to expect in 2019, what's changing in 2019, what's going to be different. One more thing I wanted to mention, if you have Medicaid or low-income subsidy, extra help is also what they call it. Um, Basically what that means, if you have low-income subsidy or extra help, it's help from your state, whichever state you live in, helps pay for prescription costs, some types of prescription premiums, um, those kind of things. Medicaid is a different animal. It's a subsidy that helps all different kinds of things, and there's different levels of Medicaid and so on and so forth. In the past, in the Medicare world, if you have, let's say, a special needs plan or a dual plan or a Medicare Advantage plan, you're able to change that plan once a month all year round if you wanted to in 2018 and years past. Another change happening next year is you can only make that change one time per quarter. So they're tightening the screws a little bit. People have been abusing that. I've had clients of mine over the years that have wanted to change every month almost. You know, and they really take advantage of the the system with that and how that those rules work. So because of people like that, they're tightening the screws. So if you have Medicaid or some or low income subsidy extra help, keep that in mind. Make sure you want to make a change before you do because you're going to be stuck on that plan for at least a couple of months until the next quarter comes. One change per quarter. Okay. Now, I just wanted to take the time to say we started this podcast at the beginning of this year in 2018. And I just want to say I'm so grateful to every single one of you that listen and the ones that keep coming back every week, whether this is your first time listening, whether you've been listening since the beginning. Thank you for giving us support and giving this thing legs. And thank you for being patient with us during the busy season where we didn't bring you as much consistency and content as I would have liked. We're going to get back. We're, we're, we're back on that schedule right now. Every Monday, I will be bringing you a podcast. 
And if we, and if the podcast gets well enough, I get enough requests from for it. I will bring you two a week. I will up it to one more. Um, if you are on social media and you want to follow us for free information posts, um, follow us on your favorite social media, and we'll, we'll we'll bring free information to you if you'd like to get more of it. On Facebook. You can find us at Christian Brindle Insurance Services on Instagram, Christian Brindle Insurance. And that's my company, Christian Brindle Insurance Services. We're part of a larger company called Brindle Insurance Group. We're family-owned. We've been, as an organization, we've been, and Brindle Insurance Group as an organization has been specializing and working with people on Medicare for close to 30 years. So we know what we're doing here. My company has been not been around quite as long, but probably about six years now. But we're a subsidiary of that company. If you're on YouTube and you want to watch some of our educational YouTube videos, Christian Brindle, um, LinkedIn, Christian Brindle, and on Tumblr, Christian Brindle Insurance Services, and Twitter, Christian Brindle without the E. We couldn't fit every single letter on there. Also, folks, if you want to, this is something that I, you know, I'm hesitant to kind of bring up, but I think it's helpful. If you want to know everything you need to know about Medicare. Let's say you're turning 65 and you're just getting on the first time. Let's say you've been working for a while and you're coming off of a work insurance and you postponed your Medicare. Let's say you've been on Medicare for 10 to 15 years and you just don't feel like you have a full grasp on what you have. You don't know if you're on the right thing for you or not. I published a book for you years ago and I just released the 2019 updated version of my book, Medicare Guidance, Picking the Plan for You. It's on Amazon for $5.50. For that price, I'm practically giving it away. It's the lowest possible price they could let me have it for the cost of making the book. And that book is 50 pages. It's an easy read, big font. There's a chapter on everything you need to know. There's no fluff, just like this podcast. And if you read that book, you'll know more than 95% of every person you know and probably 90% of insurance professionals. You'll probably know more a lot you'll probably know a lot more about Medicare than a lot of insurance professionals do. And it'll help you. It'll help you make a more informed decision. So I encourage you to head over to Amazon and search Medicare guidance, picking the plan for you to pick up a copy if you haven't yet. I think it'll help you a lot. Make a good decision. Think about it like this, folks. The book is $5.50. With shipping, it might be 10 bucks. Maybe. Probably less. For $10, you can make a decision that will save you thousands, maybe even tens of thousands as far as claims, having the right coverage for you, premiums, all of that. It's a no-brainer. It's an investment in your own well-being. I appreciate you listening, folks. I can't wait to bring you another podcast next Monday, and I hope you have a happy, happy new year. See you next time.